you all, it's Morgan Dodson. I am wanting to talk to you guys today about keeping up versus catching up. So as you know, I've recently started this podcast. Right now I'm recording this and I'm in the process of launching the podcast, doing all the logistics for it. And I've always wanted to start a podcast, but I've always heard people say things like, starting a podcast is hard, it's hard to figure out how to launch a podcast, and I kind of have always had this belief that it's probably not that hard. Launching a podcast and figuring it out is totally figureoutable. It's probably relatively easy. I don't know where I picked that belief up from, but I think it definitely has served me in this process because I I do this fun pattern where I say, it's too hard, and then I say this to myself, I know how to make it easier. I can, I'm super good at systems and simplifying and project management and getting things done, and so I know all the systems to put in place to make it easy. And then I implement all these systems and processes and it ultimately makes it harder because then I have all these other things to maintain, systems and processes and things. But when I can take a step back and look at whatever it is I'm doing, whether it's starting a podcast or planning my meals for the week, um, when I can take a step back and kind of step out of it a little bit and say, okay, I'm probably making this too hard. What if it was just easy? That's kind of a a Tim Ferriss thing. And also, I started asking myself that question a lot more when I started listening to um, Sam Laura Brown's podcast, The Perfectionism Project. It's a fantastic podcast. Um, You should go check her out. I listen to her quite a bit. Um, She's Australian and totally adorable and sweet. You'll love her. But what if it was just totally easy? I love asking myself that question. I probably don't ask it enough, but you can even tell when I ask, when I even say I don't, I don't ask it enough. I may try to overcompensate and try to ask it more. So here, here's kind of how that ties into today's lesson: is keeping up versus catching up. I think is something that I, in the past, have really learned my lesson. I've got burned a lot on it really like self-inflicted burn, I guess you could say. And especially when I was learning how to go paperless and started on this journey back in college, I, I remember starting and of course I had no idea what I was doing, but I knew if I just took it one step at a time and just kept learning and kept testing things, I would eventually figure it out. I didn't start going paperless already knowing how to do it. I only know how to do it now so thoroughly and completely and I have such knowledge about it is because I have tested the shit out of so many things. I've tested so many apps, I've tested so many different methods and Over time, I have been able to really develop such a deep, strong skill of systematizing. Systematizing? Is that that the word? You know what I mean. Systemizing, automating, creating processes for things. And the only way, I should, I mean, the only way 
is not necessarily the only way I know how to do it. But what I teach is in order to truly learn what works for you and make it a really effective system, in going paperless, as well as calendaring, as well as general productivity, is you have to be willing to test lots of different things and see what works and what didn't work and keep going. I mean, the only reason I'm so good at this now is because I just never stopped testing things and failing at them. And one main thing that makes going paperless successful is you have to be willing to fail at it. Not failing in terms of the typical, you know, stereotypical definition of it, of failing, you're a failure, you should just quit. If you fail, it is a sign that something has gone terribly wrong, you should quit, you're done, it's over. I say failing in terms of testing things, making a guess at what might work, testing it, giving it enough time to gather some data rather than just saying, okay, well, I'll test this app for three days and if it doesn't work, well, then it's it's not a good app and it didn't work. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about taking a guess at what might work, testing it for a, a decent length of time and then gathering some data from it to learn what worked and didn't work and saying, you know what, this app was good for this. I didn't love these these things about it, I need something that does this. And then making another guess, testing it, tweaking it. That is literally the secret sauce to figuring any of this paperless shit out or calendaring and sticking to your calendar or even if it's just something as simple as figuring out which, you know, project management tool you prefer. It's the guess, the test, the tweak. So, In terms of keeping up versus catching up, this always bit me in the ass whenever I would get a big idea like, oh, I'll just um, put everything into this one app and dump it all in there. I'm going to put deadlines on everything because it has that feature. I'm going to put all the fancy labels on it and make it all beautiful and color-coded and I'm gonna organize it all just like this. I'm gonna make five different Trello boards and right off the bat, it's gonna be fantastic and I have this beautiful system set up and it's gonna be amazing. I won't ever have to manage it again. It'll just work for me. I I would kind of um, bite off more than I could chew. I, you know, the saying, um, my eyes were bigger than my stomach. Is that the saying? I, I kind of would start it and make it too big. And then, of course, I wasn't able to maintain it as well because I did a bunch of, like, things. I tested, I like, I implemented a bunch of different things. And they weren't all necessarily things I needed. Like in Trello, I don't use a ton of labels because they just, well, for one, I'm colorblind. <laughs> so that, I mean, they have words on, you could put words on them, but... Ultimately, like, I don't really care that much about them. They're kind of distracting to me. On the other hand, some people love the Trello labels. They're color-coded. They can search by them. But for me, it's like, it's not a feature that I prioritize, and I know that. So I don't put a lot of effort into making them, putting them on there, maintaining them. 
That being said, I would do this fun pattern of starting off right off the bat, making it really a big system. And once I started to try to use it, I say try on purpose, I would try to use it. And like, of course, it was overwhelming because I said, oh, this tool for sure will be the thing that um, fixes me, makes me productive, manages all the things. But what I would do is, I mean, ultimately I would try it and I wouldn't be able to maintain the system and I would kind of fall behind. And then it's like, okay, well, I got to catch back up. And then I would do this big burst of catching back up on maintaining the labels and the deadlines and all like these little intricate things. And I was totally missing the big picture of, you know what, if I just maintain this just a little bit every day, like during my normal work schedule or, you know, put it with a different routine or habit, it's so much easier. And I think a good example for this is once you make a commitment to going paperless and you say, okay, awesome, I'm just scanning all of my stuff. I'm going to download all the digital copies of my stuff and save it and it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to get rid of all my filing cabinets. I'm going to get rid of all my papers. It's going to be amazing. Awesome. Okay, great. You made the commitment and let's say now you've scanned everything in and it's fantastic. Okay. Sometimes we get this illusion before starting and going paperless and we think that going paperless means, and of course, of course we think this because of just the word paperless. We think that going paperless means you never have to deal with paper again. You never will use paper again in your life. You will be able to cut off all forms of mail coming to your house. You'll never have to have mail come again. Amazing. And you'll never have to scan anything else the rest of your life. Which of course is a lie. It's a lie. You will still get mail to your house no matter how hard you try. Uh, I mean, it probably can be done, but there's a certain level of, okay, this really cannot be delivered paperless. Like sometimes I still get hospital bills um, sent to me and that's just because of the way my insurance is set up. It's like a cost share thing. So anyway, I do, you know, there are certain hospitals that literally you cannot turn off the invoices being sent to. Anyway, we have this illusion that when we go paperless that we'll never have to deal with paper again. And whenever we scan everything in and then we go about our daily lives and our routines and then paper like magically starts accumulating from the mail. Somebody gives you, you know, a note or a flyer or you need to write down some notes, you know, if you, you know, went to a class and you're learning something or whatever. And then you're like, okay, I thought I was done with this. What the hell? And then you kind of let it pile up and you're like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But what I'm suggesting is this is where the systemizing and creating a good workflow for yourself is absolutely imperative in going paperless and staying paperless. The going paperless is relatively easy. It's the maintaining it long term, being able to 
manage the inflow of paper into your life and noticing where, okay, well, I've been getting a lot of mail from this place. Maybe I can log in online and they've got a setting to turn the paperless thing on. It's, it's really just kind of like a shift from letting all the paper happen to you and now you've made the commitment to go paperless, amazing. Now it is imperative to continue doing the, it's, it's really just a lot of small things like, oh, I noticed I've been getting this piece of mail. Let's go see if they have a setting turned off. It's not like some big maintenance, like once a year overhaul thing. You can do that if you want, but maintenance is more of a mindset rather than like an event. You have to be willing to, you know, pay attention to your systems. The way you set it up initially may not be what works for you in a year. And that's totally fine. That doesn't mean that anything's gone wrong. That doesn't mean that you did it wrong initially. You did it perfect initially. The power is in being able to see what works and what doesn't and tweaking it to make it work for you. So back to the keeping up versus catching up. The keeping up is actually relatively simple. Tactically speaking, you know, the keeping up for me looks like every Friday during my Friday hour done process, kind of my weekly review. If you're a David Allen getting things done fan, that's kind of what I do. Um, that's when I go through my paper drawer. I have this, I have two drawers in my desk here, one on the left, one on the right. The left side, I literally just dump mail and paper in there that I get throughout the week or like receipts or small things I need to do something with. On Fridays, I'll just open that up and I'll say, okay, what do I need to do with this? Do I need to do anything with it? Or is it just scanning and saving? Um, and I just process it. Once a week, I just go through my drawer and some things I leave in there for a few weeks and eventually deal with them. Sometimes things need to be dealt with before the Friday. And so I'll leave them on my desk to deal with them. But otherwise, I just lump it all into one thing and I scan them and process them all on a Friday. Every Friday, I'm very consistent with it. And that is the magic of it. If I didn't do that, I would probably let it pile up somewhere. And I'd say, oh, well, I'll get to it. It doesn't matter. I'll schedule a time later to do it. There's probably nothing important in there anyway. And then ultimately, probably, like, I wouldn't pay certain bills on time, maybe, or I'd forget to log important appointments, or maybe there's a receipt for something that I need to return, and I go to return it, and I'm like, well, shit, I don't have a receipt. There's all kinds of things that I have. I mean, I've seriously learned this so much over time, and, like, it's harder for me to not do it every Friday, it's easier for me to just do it every Friday consistently and know that I can trust myself to do that routine consistently every Friday. And I've developed such a trust with myself with all of my digitizing and scanning things and saving them that I just, I have no worry or doubt in my mind that I can count on my you know, reference systems. I can count 
on the fact that I can look up any document at any time, whether it's I need to go log into the thing, the online portal, or I know I have that saved. I have such a deep trust with myself on just this one topic of going paperless and staying paperless that a lot of the doubt and overthinking and worrying and stressing about it, it's just completely eliminated because of the one simple thing of making a routine to keep up with my system, sticking to it. And I've practiced that routine once a week, going through things for so long that it feels weird not to do it. So in my mind now, keeping up versus catching up is a non-issue. It's just, this is what I do now. Kind of the difference between a crash diet and then you start this crash diet and then of course you quit because crash diets don't work, diets don't work. And then maybe you lose some weight, like let's say you lose 20 pounds on this crash diet, amazing. Okay, so then done with the diet, you go back to your regular habits and routines and then you gain the weight back and you're like, I wonder why I gained the weight back. Well, I, I wonder why. <laughs> so that, you know, the difference there is like with going paperless, you may scan it all in initially and then you say, I'm done. And then you go back to your normal habits, but that's not what I'm suggesting at all. What I'm suggesting is you, the way you scan everything in is the way you'll do it forever. And what I mean by that is, yes, you'll scan everything in initially in an initial burst, but it's not a one and done thing. The way you do it now is the way you do it forever in terms of, I'm gonna do this and set up a system to support me long-term, something that I realistically can do, you know, in terms of maintenance, something that isn't, too, you know, too over the top, overwhelming at first. And that also ties into what I teach about the quote unquote minimum effective dosage of it does not have to be super complicated and having like tons of different things and apps and all these different intricate things working together. Like what if we can just let it be as simple as possible? Like what if we just gave ourselves permission to make it easy and simple? Seriously. Like I talked about earlier, I make things too hard by saying they're too hard. I should make them easier. Oh, I'll just put in a bunch of systems to make them easier. And ultimately, it's even harder than it was. You know, there's a base level of difficulty to it, but I add even more hardness and difficulty on top of it with my thinking. So here's what I want to leave you with is... When you are thinking about going paperless and thinking about making the commitment, not I want to go paperless, it would be nice if I could go paperless and not have all these filing cabinets or boxes or whatever, piles of paper. I'm talking about a commitment. Commitment is very different than wanting it. There's, it's, it's a much different energy between I wanna lose 80 pounds versus I'm committed to losing 80 pounds. Which one do you think gets me 80 pounds less? Weighing 80 pounds less? For sure the commitment. You know, wanting it, I can research weight loss, I can look up people in the weight loss industry, I can look at fit, Fitspo, is that what they call it, Thinspo? 
on the internet, on Pinterest or whatever. I can dream about it all I want, but wanting it doesn't really fuel any action, massive action to getting you your goal. But I'm committed to losing weight. I'm going to test a new protocol of eating. I'm going to test not eating sugar or flour. I'm going to test intermittent fasting. And throughout this whole process, I'm gonna see what works, what doesn't work, and I'm gonna test a bunch of stuff. I'm not gonna say, oh, I wanna lose weight. I'm just gonna look up a bunch of stuff on the internet versus I'm gonna actually test things and tweak them until I get my result. Not until I hit the last 10 pounds and it gets real slow coming off. Not until it gets hard. Not until I, you know, I feel a little better. It's I'm making a commitment to losing 80 pounds and I'm gonna test stuff and learn what works and doesn't work until I get my result. Like the, the fear of I'll just give up, it'll get too hard, like that is not even like an issue. It makes it a non-issue when you make a strong commitment to yourself of I will go paperless and I will maintain it. There is no question. So I want you to think about where you're at in your level of commitment to going paperless and it's not it's not even an issue an issue of well I want it I just really want it or I didn't reach my goal because I just didn't want it bad enough I'm telling you wanting it enough is not the issue <laughs> I weighed 200 pounds and I really wanted to lose weight but I'm telling you it's not because I did not want it enough it has everything to do with your commitment to reaching your goal no matter what. And think about where you're at with that. Is, is it something you want or is it something you're committed to going paperless and living that way forever? I mean, it just doesn't work if you kind of go half in, half out. It's so scattered. I recommend going all in on it and just reaching your goal and making your goal as good as done by just always taking massive action, which is testing things, seeing what works and what doesn't until you reach your goal and literally never giving up. L literally, that's it. Testing, tweaking, doing it again and again and again until you reach your goal. So I want you to also think about what other areas of your life are you constantly feeling like you have to catch up and what ways could you set up a system to keep up rather than catch up is there things that you let pile up and then you feel all this pressure and drain from like oh, I have to you know go through all this stack of papers that I've let pile up over the last couple months but how can you systemize it to where it's as good as done? I know every Friday I'm going to sort my papers and I literally never have to worry about falling behind. And then we also get into the conversation, which is totally other, another podcast of, is there such thing as falling behind? Is there such thing as getting ahead? What does catching up really even mean? But I will save that for another podcast. But I want you to think about what are the areas in your life now where you're letting things pile up and they're falling behind. And then 
a lot of times I see people give up during the maintenance stage of, well, I thought it was going to be easier when I had this paper pile and then it started piling up. I thought I didn't have to do this. I'm already done. No, 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 you're not done. This is forever, which is a good thing. I mean, I wouldn't want to like make a commitment and like for weight loss, I made a big commitment and I knew I wasn't interested in dieting anymore. I knew that when I joined Brooke Castillo's Scholars Program, which has the weight loss course in it that I used, I knew that that was the last time I would ever have to lose weight again. And for you, this might be, this is the last time I'm ever going to have to try to go paperless. This is the last time I will have to do this and scan all of this shit in and not let it pile up ever again. There is no crash diet to going paperless that works long term. Diets don't work. Immediate fix it all apps don't work. What works is making real lasting change to what you're doing now and having the mindset of this is the last time I'm ever going to have to do this again. So that's where I will leave you guys today. Um, if you want, go to my website and go sign up for a free coaching call. I do free 30-minute coaching calls, and we can talk about what has worked for you in the past, what hasn't, and we can strategize together on how to help you go paperless and setting up systems for you that actually work long-term. And we can totally talk about you know, maybe in the past you have tried to go paperless and it just feels, you just feel so defeated now because you're like, well, shit, I tried it, but it didn't work. Let's unpack that. Let's see what worked and what didn't. And I can help you gather together a game plan to take your next best step. So go sign up for that free coaching call. Go to my website, morgandotsoncoaching.com. And you'll see it right there on the main page if you scroll down just a little bit. All right, you all. I will see you again soon. Bye-bye.